Okay. Hello, uh, I am Ben. I am Natalie. And today we have our podcast on the March on Washington. So basically with the March on Washington, uh, leading up to it, there was a lot of civil unrest going on at this time. Uh, this was a time where racial issues were, were a very hot topic across America. Um, there's a lot of unrest, like I said. A lot of people were just fed up. Um, with this state that the country was in. They were fed up with the way they were being treated. They were fed up with the way that the government wasn't really doing anything uh, about any of this. So, uh, led kind of by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., they decided to protest in a more peaceful way, like civil disobedience, and they decided to march. And one of their, so they did a lot of marches, obviously, but one of the biggest and most influential marches uh, was the March on Washington. And obviously the March on Washington, large-scale march, and they had to organize it um, very well. Okay, so um, some of the ways that the activists that were involved in this were getting the word out to um, the other civilians living in that time was by pamphlets. And um, an example of a pamphlet, um, it would have, the title is March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom, and it listed who was sponsoring the march, why they were marching, and what they were demanding. And it was a quote-unquote call to action by James Farmer, um, MLK, John Lewis, A. Philip Randolph, um, Roy Wilkins, and Whitney Young. And on the pamphlet, it says that the address of the march was 170 West 130th Street. Um, The purpose of this pamphlet was obviously to spread awareness for the march and to inform people of the march. And um, so some of the demands that were listed on the pamphlet were they wanted civil rights legislation from the present Congress. They wanted um, withholding of federal funds from any program where discrimination exists. They wanted desegregation of all school districts in 1963. And they wanted enforcement of the 14th Amendment, which is going to reduce congressional representation of states where citizens are disfranchised. So those are some of the demands on the pamphlet. So during this march, um, over 200,000 people uh, attended to march to focus attention on civil rights and to create a, quote, level playing field for American workers. Um, All these people, they came from, obviously, all completely different walks of life, Um, all places around the world uh, kind of joined together to march here. And during this march, uh, not only was it a march, but after everybody kind of met, uh, at the end, speeches and performances were given by some of the more famous people in attendance, uh, including Marian Anderson, Bob Dylan, Whitney Young, and John Lewis, and obviously the most famous uh, probably speech or performance of all that occurred during this march uh, was the famous I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, so at the time of the march, there were many civil rights activists in attendance, and some of them, some of the famous ones were um, Martin Luther King um, and A. Philip Randolph, and A. Philip Randolph was the head of the march. He directed the march, and um, he wanted the ultimate purpose of it to be to end discrimination of blacks in the workplace. And so he was a nonviolent protester, and that's what they were trying to 
get across was that they wanted change to happen, but in a nonviolent manner. So the March on Washington uh, was very significant and a large uh, magnitude for many different reasons. Uh, one of them was that one of the most famous speeches in U.S. history, uh, which was Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, uh, was delivered at it. And not only uh, was the speech significant to the march, uh, but the march was significant to the entire nation as a whole. Um, it signified the anger that was being shown towards the black community and how they reacted and how the blacks were oftentimes very upset and hurt uh, by the uh, just complete disrespect that was being shown towards them. And not only did it uh, kind of voice their problems, it actually did change things that were occurring higher up. It was successful in pressuring uh, JFK, the current president, to initiate a stronger civil rights bill in Congress, uh, which really did show how this thing that was as simple as people marching um, to come together and discuss issues that they were passionate about turned into successful legislature uh, being passed to actually show the results uh, of their fight. So at the March on Washington, one of the most famous speeches by Martin Luther King was given. Um, Martin Luther King referenced the Founding Fathers, the Bible, and used um, universal themes that really depicted the struggles of the Black community. And he, the ending, he ended it with his personal dreams of equality. And so this really allowed for um, a wide variety of people to understand what he was saying and to really comprehend his dreams and his views on um, the discrimination that they were feeling. And this is still one of the most famous moments in the civil rights movement and at the March on Washington.